talking today about something. Uh-huh. We don't really know yet. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're still kind of trying to figure it out. We've been hashing out a lot of different ideas. We'll see which one comes to the surface here as we're pondering where to go without a teleprompter. Yeah, you never know. Because all these people that are promoting something are usually doing it through a teleprompter. They're affecting mass amounts of people from reading a teleprompter. They're not really giving perspectives of their own. Yeah. That's an interesting part of news. Uh-huh. And that's what makes our news legit and other people's not. Uh-huh. There is no teleprompter. No teleprompters here. But the main media outlets that you know go to a lot of people... Those people are not promoting their own ideas. I have to just let everybody know that. It's not like people... These people who are promoting the news go on to the news and they're... Like, talking strictly based their own biases and opinions and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's really their opinion anyways. And, like, like anybody... Especially these mass amounts of people that watch these news groups, news people, like, they would even give a crap about these people's opinions to begin with. Like, who are these people that we should even be so affected by what they say? Yeah. Like us uh, as well. Like, who should really be affected by what we say? Who are we? Uh-huh. <laughs> We're the... What do you call them? The, the exception? <laughs> Well, yes, the exception, but the fucking, uh, I don't, I don't know what to call it. Some sort of mind reader. Mind reader? Uh, clairvoyant? Maybe, but on a big scale. Well, I think that the clairvoyant is a definite thing that a news person would need to have because you know exactly what to be talking about at all times see these people who promote and that's a good point that you actually bring to light because these people who promote ideas are promoting ideas in the news that really uh, are only something that has happened right now like, it's easy to, like, say, oh, this just happened, and we're going to tell you all about it now. Yeah. But it takes a gift, like you said, clairvoyance, a mind reader type uh-huh. idea, to know ahead of time what to be talking about before it happens to prepare people. It's like, it's really like, the news groups are remind me of a South Park episode, the Coon Trilogy, where they t- they bring in this guy, this character called Captain Hindsight. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Captain Hindsight, he always arrives at tragic scenes. He's like a superhero that has uh-huh. hindsight. Uh-huh. And he arrives at the, the scene, and he's like, oh, well, this is what happened. Uh-huh. You know, and he just says exactly what happened. There's no special gift to him at all, you know uh-huh. what I mean? He just understands what happens, and he just promotes it. You uh-huh. know what I mean? He just says it. And the news is there to, like, 
film him and everybody's so in awe about like his hindsight you know like but really that's what these news groups are they're just hindsight they're just like oh well here's what happened and here's what we think was the cause and you know, and this and that, and they're really, they're really just trying, they're Captain Hindsight, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Totally. But the hindsight is not as impressive as the insight, <sighs> the clairvoyance. Yeah, it's both right. And I think, like, that's really what we're trying to be, more or less, at our news corporation, is we're trying to have... The insight as opposed to the hindsight. And the foresight. The foresight, too. <laughs> That's a good word, too. I like that, yeah. The insight and the foresight. Uh-huh. But really, what does it deal with? It deals with sight. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's all a form <laughs> of sight. But there's a there's a impressive sight, and there's a very objective sight, you might say. And people are being too infatuated with the objective sight people, orientated people. Really, I think. And that's these major news groups. And not to mention, these major news groups are divisive. Like, they're promoting a biased opinion through their hindsight. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? They're. Because the Christians are one group of people. They are, like Jesus says, they are the wheat. And then you have the non-Christian people, which is everybody that has taken the mark of the beasts and is being caught up in the beast agenda, which is being promoted, like, everywhere, hook, line, and sinker. <sighs> you know what I mean? I hate to say it, but it is. You know, like, that is the main focus of what's driving our culture and society. It's that narrative, that bias. And it's the beast. It's the beast's agenda. Uh So it is. It's like, and the beast's agenda is trying to affect the Christians. Like, look at the vaccinations. The vaccinations, the mandates from coronavirus. That was all trying to, from, it was the weeds, the evil, trying to, impact and force God's people to think and act accordingly a certain way. You know what I mean? And people that were Christian had to stand strong against that assault and attack. I was just thinking Blake's not missing out on any of this BS. That's probably why he tapped out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Something like that. (laughs) (laughs) But it is, you're right. It is really these... The Christian, which is the minority, and the majority is people who take the mark of the beast. Yeah. So it's hard. It is hard. It makes it harder. Yeah, it makes it hard. And that's really what Jesus is saying. And that's really what we want to stress to people is like, don't expect 
if you're going if you think that you're chosen that your life is going to be peaches and cream yeah please don't think that yeah. if I life is peaches and cream I might look into it a little bit yeah like why is that yeah. <laughs> because there definitely is people who are trying to live peaches and cream lifestyles let's face it <laughs> yeah they want to live that way, and they're willing to sell their soul to live that way. They are. They are. There's a person that's willing to do anything you want them to do out there. Uh-huh. I think that really, you know. But we're trying to we're trying to rise above it. You know, we're trying to be the exception. We're trying uh-huh. to have the insight and the foresight. Uh-huh. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. That's really what we're trying to promote. And we're right now in the uh, transition time between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. We got Yom Kippur coming up on our next podcast. Be expecting a special message (laughs) Sunday. Be getting ready to take in Yom Kippur again. Another another holiday time that's interconnected with the uh, 2024 A.D., (laughs) <laughs> it's 2024 AD man right now <laughs> new year's begun God's time and you know we're ready to be a part of that dude we're ready to like go through the cycle again God's year starts now it just started a couple a couple of days ago oh yeah why is it my Rosh Hashanah Four months off for my year. Uh, well, that I don't know, because it's on the Hebrew calendar. We're on the Beast Gregorian calendar. The Beast functions on the Gregorian calendar, which is based off of St. Gregory, which was obviously connected to the Jesuits and the Beast out of the Sea, the Vatican. The Beast that is part of the multitudes of people because the sea is the multitudes of people Catholicism the Vatican controls a vast group and sea of people multitudes of people whereas America is the beast out of the earth which is the power that arises in the last days on an area of earth where that's not controlled by the beast out of the sea the beast of the multitudes the beast uh, from the Vatican Catholicism, whatever you want to call it, the Jesuits. That's really what we're up against right now, you know. Uh, do you think that matters to people? Well, it should, but obviously these people are, the Jesuits are psychologically working the angles so that people won't think that way. <laughs> uh, you know, we'll, we'll have my throne. Yeah, and these people are very the Jesuits and the and if you don't believe me that this is a serious issue and that they think along those lines, just look at to what they did to heretics uh, in the time of the Inquisition. Uh, people that were starting to think differently from them, you know, and this is where we get the Reformation of Christianity. This is a prime example. They stamped that out with Ignatius Loyola at the head of the Jesuit. Uh, heretic movement of the Inquisition. He, he was taught, his whole thing was taught that God's a prep. 
Oh, yeah. They are the Jesuits. They are the Jesuits, that's right. And they're very much into psychology and controlling people. Make no mistake about it. Uh-huh. They haven't ruled the world for thousands of years. Before, Since before Christ, they ruled the world. They haven't ruled for that long because they're idiots. You know what? That almost makes me feel good that they stay there there. No, and see, this is the thing, Riley. It's like, see, God's got people that he's chosen, like you and me, I believe. Uh-huh. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. Um, and he's going to bring us out of that. He's going to bring us out of that lie. That's a lie. Uh-huh. Catholicism is a lie. Yeah. It's based off of paganism. It has nothing to do with Christ. It has to do with blending Christ and all the ancient pagan religions of sun worship into one. Yeah. It takes the old religion of Lamech, Yubul, Yabu, and Tubal-Cain from, you know, that we were talking about, the early descendants of Cain, you know, before the flood, that they were the ones who created this, the beast. They were the first beast. They were the seed of the serpent. And they brought this pagan sun worship religion. They started it, and it arose after the flood at the Tower of Babel. And then it went to Hinduism in, the, in this valley in India, and it continued to keep spreading. And Catholicism is that. It is that ancient sun worship system that goes all the way back to Cain and his descendants. And what they try to do is they try to take Jesus Christ and put him into that scenario, is that he's a part of that. He's a part of the seed of the serpent. When plug, G- plug him in there. And that's and why it's a lie. That's why, yep. And your convenience. Yeah. And they make their own rules, dude. Like, it's not about the Ten Commandments in Catholicism. (laughs) Like, they make rules for people. Like, you can, like, you go to certain holy sites, you're, have, you're abstained from sin. You have, like, a week of, basically, like, where you can do whatever the fuck you want. (laughs) I mean, they make some weird stuff. I mean, just think about going to, like, a booth and telling some priest who's probably molesting boys your sins yeah. that has nothing to, that's not in the bible what's that all about anyway but this is exactly what I'm saying this is a part of their fucked up shall I say excuse my French uh-huh. form of Christianity that is not Christian at all no has nothing to, and these what's so fucked up once again is that these were the people the Jesuits were the ones who like gave us the bible essentially yeah you know, the, I mean, they're the ones who have had it, you know, like, for all these years and yeah. stuff. And it's like, it makes you wonder, like, what in the Bible has been tampered with by them? Yeah. And what is, like, actually legit? But one thing that we do know for sure, this is very interesting now. Because a lot of people would say, like, oh, well, the Jesuits and Catholicism have had the Bible for centuries, you know, or whatever... <laughs> millennia, you know, like a thousand years or whatever, you know, it's just like they've had access to that. You know, people would say like, oh, well, how can you trust the Bible because of them? If they're so evil and of the beast, how can you trust them? Well, one thing that we do know for sure, UCLA had Dead Sea Scrolls that were found in the 1940s, 50s and 60s, I believe it was or something around those those times that 
where they found books from the Old Testament of the Bible yeah. in the Dead Sea Scrolls. Oh. And they were able to translate that these tablets, these Dead Sea Scrolls, were accurate with the uh, Old Testament of the Bible. Wow. So people who want to like claim that the Bible is not legit and not accurate, uh-huh. they take scrolls that go back before Christ yeah. and or around the time of Christ, essentially, and deciphering these, translating them, are finding that they are accurate with the scriptures. Yeah. So, I mean, it's legit. It's a legit thing. <laughs> Did you want to do this? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think we can uh, pull that off. <laughs> Excuse us, we had to take a restroom intermission. (laughs) We're back now, and we wanted to kind of continue where we left off. We're talking about the beast. We're talking about the beast out of the sea. And we've identified the beast out of the sea as the Roman Empire that is still alive and kicking. Still to this day, it's literally survived for over 2,000 years, and it's ruled the world ever since. And make no mistake about it, the Jesuits, Rome, are very interconnected with all the affairs of this world, still to this day. There isn't anything that they do not know about that's going on in our world today. Or that they cause. Or that they cause, exactly. <sighs> Make no mistake about it, they are the beasts out of the sea, and what we wanted to emphasize, because a lot of people would say, oh, well, that's just your opinion. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Well, it's like, it's not our opinion at all. It was actually the opinion of the Reformers, and there was Martin Luther, who was a Jesuit himself, who left Jesuits and started the Lutheran denomination, Protestant denomination of Christianity. Wow. I didn't know that. Yes. And so he was a Jesuit, came out of it, and started talking against the beast. And all these reformers, John Wesley, um, the founders of the Methodists, uh, Lutheran, um, Who's the other? The Baptists. All these Protestant denominations of Christianity all believed way back in the time of the Reformation, the time of the Inquisition, that the papacy, Rome, the Vatican, Catholicism was the beast out of the sea of Revelation. Still is. Still is. This is not my opinion. This is what they were saying. This is what they were saying way back when. And you know why it's true? It's because... The beasts out of the sea, the Vatican, the Jesuits, came against these people and did tortured them, burned them at the stake, and killed them at, during the Inquisition because they were so afraid of this perspective, this truth to get out. But it didn't stop 
it didn't stop it. It's still going. It's still alive and still to this day, and we're still promoting it. Yeah. People had to die because of this perspective. People were tortured. Christians were tortured. Hunted down like wild animals. Uh-huh. Burned at the stake. Tortured. All kinds of crazy stuff happened to them. Uh-huh. And this is nothing new because they were doing the same stuff to Christianity way back in the times of the Colosseum back in Rome. Okay? Way back when. Thousands of years ago. And it's the same power, everybody. Make no mistake about it. That... The emperors, the popes, the Caesars, they're all the same. It's all the beast. Uh, I hate to break the news to you. It's all the beasts out of the sea. It's just, finally, there was a point in time where God allowed this truth to begin to manifest through the reformation of the of the Renaissance, the Age of Enlightenment, which was back in the 1700s. 1800s and now has found a way into our day and age you know these same ideas found a way or it's already predetermined exactly and that's what I believe it is it's already predetermined that through the progress of things because you really look back through the progress of things and I mean man has been basically living in the same scenario for thousands and thousands of years uh-huh. until now yeah. until now where it's just like it's a whole a, a person from our day and age cannot even relate to anybody back in the times of the middle ages back in the times of the inquisition back in the times of the Colosseum, whatever you want to talk about you know uh-huh. we can't relate because it's just this completely different kind of world they were living in a primitive form of life for so long yeah. and we're living in a technically industrial, advanced, scientific age. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't really know what to say. It's it's kind of kind of crazy, you know, but at the same time, I believe this is the last days, you know? And so it's like you're saying it was all predestined. You know, for at a certain point in time that the truth was going to begin to liberate people and people are going to know this because it says that knowledge will increase in the last days according to the book of Daniel in the Old Testament. Yeah. And we are just talking about in the last episode that the University of UCLA validated through the Dead Sea Scrolls that the Old Testament scriptures are accurate. They are pretty accurate. (laughs) So... I mean, there's the proof in the pudding right there, you know, that we can, you know, look into these kind of, into the scriptures and find things and it's going to survive the test of time, I believe. I really believe the scriptures will, will live on till the last days. Like the truth of them will live on till, till the beast is done away with. The end. Yep. Yeah, it really will, dude. And I think like that's really what we're in that time, you know, right now. And where the word makes a difference to understand it, yeah, to understand the word makes a difference for sure, dude. It's a difference between life and death. It's a difference between understanding a lie and knowing what truth is. Yeah, 
you know, and how to identify it and, and overcome it. You know, I think that that's really where we're at right now. And, you know, we got bringing forth some pretty provocative, you know, perspectives and stuff on things. But like I said, none of this stuff is, is new. Like, we're not just creating this stuff right now because we're a bunch of crazy fanatics. I mean, does it give any credibility or credence to what we're trying to say that because people died for this this understanding that people were declared heretics for believing in what we're talking about right now? Like, if we were talking about what we're talking about 300 years ago, 400 years ago, we could have potentially been born at the, burned at the stake. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Yeah. Or tortured. And back then we're just been speaking to horrible people and that shit would have been taken out so fast. Yeah, it would. Because you had to meet in secret to discuss these kind of ideas back then. Yeah. Like how they do it in China. Discussing Christianity and stuff. It's like, there's no open platform for Christianity in China. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Same kind of concept. But, like I just said, the truth is going to prevail. That The scriptures are going to... Man, how does someone like Prudence Jesus, how do you say Jesus? Who's that? The guy from China? Yeah. I don't really know. I think he's prime minister. He's not even a president. Or is he president? The or it's XI or something. I have no clue. I don't know. Is he, he's the prime minister or president of China? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know anything about that guy. What about him? Well... It's weird it's kind of hard to fathom that someone that evil could grow to such, could be the position he's in. Well, I think that that's what the beast wants. The beast wants people like that, you know, to be in positions of power. Scoundrels. It wants scoundrel people uh-huh. to be in. Like, we've declared scoundrelous. <laughs> it's, it's like a scoundrel and scandalous combined into one. Uh-huh. It's like, that's what these people are. They're scoundrelous. Uh-huh. <laughs> I believe we have a podcast called Scoundrelous. I don't uh-huh. know. You might want to check into that in the uh, archives. <laughs> but there is. I mean, I really believe it. And the same thing with Joe Biden. You know what I mean? Joe Biden's another scoundrel. Uh-huh. I think, you know what I mean? I have to say, him and his son, they're scoundrels, dude. And that's why they're, that's why his son died tragically, because he made a deal with the devil, Joe Biden. His son died tragically? Yeah, he died of cancer. Bo. Oh. Bo Biden, who was uh, part of the uh, military. Oh. He was affiliated with the military, and he died of oh. cancer. Wow. And I think he had cancer twice, potentially, but uh, yeah, it finally took him out. And I think, like, this is what happens to people who are who are rancid, you know. And yeah. <laughs> you suffer unfortunate circumstances. The same thing with people who uh, try to esteem to positions of uh, fame and uh, power in our society and culture. You always see that they, 
have some kind of tragic thing that happens to them, whether it's to them or one of their family members or something. It's like they there's a price that be paid for the most part for everybody who tries to exalt themselves in this system. Yeah. And I'm not going to deny it. And we're not seeking that. We're just trying to be a voice of truth. That's all we're trying to do. That's what really matters. It doesn't matter about your pretty face being in the limelight reading a teleprompter, uh-huh. talking about stuff that you really don't even believe what you're saying or reading. Yeah. You know, or whatever. I mean, it's just like what, or to be a big star making $300 million in a contract or something. I mean, it's yeah. like, it's kind of a little bit crazy. Yeah, I mean, this is really the only real platform. It really is, dude. Yeah. It's out there. I mean, to get an anchor to talk about personal views and world views on the same podcast. Yeah, without censorship, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of different. Well, I mean, it's a good thing. I mean, I feel like we need these kind of things because if if not, if we don't have these platforms to talk about, then we're just going to be, we're no better than any of the people that are reading teleprompters and and being an accomplice to the evils of the beast. Yeah. And I feel like this 2024, man, this is a new year we've entered into like the Lord's system, the Lord's time, and we're trying to get aligned with that. You know what I mean? Like, we're trying to align with that, so it's like God's, you know, got his hand on us. You know, we're trying to prove ourselves that we're worthy of being a part of the, you know, of the right, the right side. You know, we're trying, like it says, like, uh, God would rather you be filthy or pure. He doesn't want anybody in between lukewarm because he said, if you're lukewarm, I'm going to spew out of my mouth. He wants people that are like in his system, in his time. And I feel like starting off in his system on Rosh Hashanah is really like what we're trying to do. We're in his time right now. This is critical mass right now for mankind. Not good times, not a positive environment and world we're living in right now. It's just, it's not, dude. No. There's too much falsity out there. War and deception in every direction. And everything they promote is negative. Like, it's just, there's nothing positive, really, that they they really want to give too much emphasis on. It's just all negative stuff. It's about, oh, Russell Brand uh, sexually assaulted three women. Oh, Danny Masterson was just, got 30 years in prison because he uh, raped a chick. Uh, these are all people that were looked in and enjoyed in movies and TV shows. And look what these people really are. Look, look what giving them all that attention and, uh, buying and selling their ideas through movies and TV shows has got them. Look where it's got them now. You know what I mean? Uh Do we really want to support this? I mean, to me, this is all just, this system is flawed. Uh-huh. And like you're saying, I mean, this is what they this is what they're promoting, and we're one of the those last platforms that you know where we can actually do something legit and real without some kind of influence on it, bias. You know, that's trying. Yeah, yeah, being told what to say and how to act and and what to do, and I mean, it's just it's all about being told, like. Who wants to be told what to do anything? Uh-huh. 
You know what I mean? For the sake of what? So you can turn into a rapist and a sexual assaulter or, or, you know, it's like whatever, you know. I mean, we're just trying to come against that, really. We're trying to come against that. Trying to stamp that idea out. It's getting harder and harder. Well, it's going to. You know, like we're talking about in the last episode, we're talking about how, you know, don't expect if you're a, if there is a such thing as a chosen people that the chosen people are going to have a bed of roses. Yeah. You know, you're going to have to grind it out under every different kind of scenario, you know, and... Because we're talking about the admittance to eternity. Yeah, the New Jerusalem, those gates. Those gates. Well, those gates, when you walk towards those gates to try to get in, which everybody's going to be doing, it's like, man, think about it. Like a concert venue or somewhere. Everybody's trying to get into the concert, you know, and it's like everybody's trying to, you know, try to get in the line so they can get their ticket. Everybody's going to, that's what the gates of Jerusalem are going to be like. Uh You know what I mean? Where it's like everybody's going to be like, oh, dude, I'm going to try to get in. I was good. God loved me. Oh, praise Jesus. And like, get out of here. <laughs> you know what I'll I mean? Back. You'll be you'll be probably having me fucking push you in the I'll be pushing your your wheelchair up to the gates. <laughs> you know. But really it's like that's what we're trying to do. Uh-huh. You know what I mean, it's like the gates. It's like we're trying to get into the gates. Uh-huh. Are you going to be able to make it? Are we going to be able to make it? You know, like. Because the beast is trying to make that whole idea, like, really lame. <laughs> uh-huh. To do the right thing. Exactly, yeah. The beast is trying to make actually being a piece of shit, asshole, loser, douchebag more. Top tier. Yeah, stuff. like that's how you what you want to be. Like you want to be like that. A you know? big, big rock. Yeah, like not caring about other people. Like I just seen this sticker. Like uh, on the back of this guy's car. What did it say today? It said yeah, the picture of Yoda, and then it had a message like uh, something like, "Are you offended?" Uh-huh. Question mark. And it's like I could give a shit. Uh-huh. On it. And then a picture of Yoda. Does that, anything, does that remind you of anything Yoda said? No. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I don't recall Yoda ever saying something along those lines. Yeah, like this little like statue of Yoda, like right in this sticker, like right next to this wordage. That nice, looked like... Nice sticker, buddy. Yeah, I was just like, but this is really like what I feel people are. You know, for the most part, they're like, oh... Does this sticker offend you when I say, like, are you offended? And they say, I could give a shit? Like, does this really sound like somebody who's, like... Like a person who deserves admittance into the New Jerusalem? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I don't know, I just don't think that somebody, like... That... Would put a sticker like that on his car once again is, like, somebody who's really, Uh like... Oh, God. Exactly, chosen. Uh-huh. You know, I just don't, once again, it's like, we've been identifying certain characteristics of people, actually, recently, on our episodes of things that we believe are 
you're like doing these certain kinds of things, like I just don't believe that you're really like could be could be going to heaven. I just don't think that somebody going to heaven is going to be doing these kind of stuff. I'm not going to mention certain things. You have to look at our podcasts. <laughs> but there is an episode recently where we we're talking about certain we're actually labeling certain behaviors of people and saying, hey. Is this really like something you would think is of a like chosen of God? You know, like uh-huh. we're just saying, you know, is this really behavior that you would equate with the person that God would choose? Or is this, once again, somebody who's just a jerk, you know, asshole, you know, like just your atypical asshole out there, you know, on the streets, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. Atypical. That is like the norm now. It really is. It really is, and so it just don't uh, be anything. Be yourself. Be a conductor. Be a conductor. We're conductors. Yes. But what that mean is, I don't know what that means. No, I I think you're you're talking about you want to be conductors like we're talking about you. We're trying to promote this kind of idea of like going against the grain, you know, of I don't care, indifferent, fuck you all. <laughs> like it's just like no. Why do we want to promote that kind of an idea? Why 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 would anybody want to promote that? That's not that's not cool. It's like, oh, so you're a gangster, huh? You're a tough guy. Uh-huh. You know, because you're, you don't care. I will fuck nothing. Yeah, it's like this, the bumper sticker I seen today. Are you offended? Uh-huh. Question mark? I could give a shit. Uh-huh. I don't give a shit or something. Like, yeah. It's like, what? like what's up with that, dude? Like, uh-huh. yeah, you're, that's really and- cool. They should just make a bumper sticker that says "fuck you." Well, I'm sure they do have that. <laughs> I'm sure they do have that, and I'm sure people are already sporting that around. It's violent or offensive as that is. But think about it: a person that puts something like that on the back of their car as a sticker or something, "fuck you" or. I could give a shit, or middle fingers, or any of that kind of stuff. I'm sorry, but that kind of an individual is not really somebody that I feel is a real winner in the, in the eyes of God. Uh-huh. In the eyes of a pure God that wants people to be pure, filthy, but definitely not lukewarm. Uh-huh. There's no middle ground with God. God's not going to say, like, oh, well, you, you're kind of good, but you're kind of bad. You know, that's uh-huh. not going to work. It's like either he who is... He who is pure, let him be pure, and let him who is filthy continue to be filthy yeah. in the last days. Just like, just like it says in the scriptures. You know, really, that's what we're looking at. And it's like everybody, I feel like, is really there. But, everybody that's alive right now and exists is like. Well, what's the salvation of the one dude? What dude? The whatever dude. There is no. He gets spewed out of God's mouth. Uh-huh. Or are you talking about the... The, the in-betweeners. Yeah, he gets spewed out of God's mouth, it says. 
says in Revelation that, at the beginning of Revelation, it says God would rather you be hot or cold. Because if you're lukewarm, you're going to get spewed out of his mouth. <laughs> so there is no middle ground. That's why it says, too, I believe in Revelation, it says the saints are drunk with the wine of the false teachings. Basically saying that there's going to be Christians that are going to have a form of godliness, but they're not going to be practicing God in spirit and in truth. So, God says, like, you're lukewarm. And it's the same thing with conduct. There's going to be people who, like, are going to have a belief in Jesus, but their conduct. Once again, going back to the conductors. If we're going to be conductors, our conduct has to be appropriate. You know, but if your conduct, you can believe all you want and profess Jesus, but if your conduct does not make you a conductor, reflect, reflect yeah, that light is not reflecting from your conduction. You're, you know, conducting, you might say, just like conductors. <laughs> however, you want to say it. Yes, there's multiple ways of. Of uh, clarifying the point. But it's not just conduct. It's also your belief. Like how you worship. Through your worship. Is how you believe. And if you believe falsely. Like you were talking about. You started off in Catholicism. The beast beast out of the earth itself. Like it's it's church. It's false church. And you had to come out of that. Yeah. You know. And now you're seeing the light. Well. I was always a really difficult kid to get up and go to church for that Catholic mass. Yep. There's so many people tie that. Yep. Oh, yeah. That just kind of rubs me the wrong way because they're just robbing these people of money. Yeah, it really is, dude. It's a false religion. And, you know, we're exposing it right now. You know, and... But... What we're talking about is, like, people... You know, like... They have a form of godliness, but they don't... They're not worshipping God in spirit and in truth. Yeah. It's the same thing as the conduct. They're not. Their conduct does not reflect either. And you you have to have the proper worship and the proper conduct to get into the gates. I really believe it, dude. It's it's a otherwise you're lukewarm and get spewed out of God's mouth. And this is what people were saying to Jesus when he comes back. When Jesus said, like talking about the scripture about his second coming, he's saying there's going to be people who are going to come to me and say, "Do we not cast demons out in your name, Jesus?" And Jesus is like, "I never knew you." And it's like, why? Because their conduct was not proper and their worship was not proper to the Lord. Both those things. Uh.